2: The run home with Joel and Fletch today, the great Bish, very, very popular elect, topical coined phrase there, elect. We'll get to that very, very shortly, Tuesday, the 12th of December. Good afternoon, wherever you're tuning in, maybe you're listening anywhere in the world through the app, the podcast, belatedly, perhaps through Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but get involved because today's going to be a chunky, meaty show. We're supposed to be uh, dialing down this time of year. What would, uh, I'll tell you what, Kerry O'Keefe, he doesn't want to talk about rugby league. Well, sorry, Kerry, today is going to be heavy rugby league. 300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736 at Joel Fletch SEN is the way to have your say. Coming up later on the show, Iron Man and nine time Cool and a Gold winner Ali Day will join us. Sydney Sixers all round Tommy Curran. And we look ahead to the upcoming test, which kicks off right on the SEN network. Here on Thursday, we can't wait for that. NFL tennis, plenty to talk about. We might squeeze Shawnee in if we can get to him. There's so much to get to. And a huge NRL segment, of course. Just before I introduce my next guest, or not my next guest, my co-pilot for the rest of the afternoon, The Telegraph and the City Morning Herald both reporting the entire West Tigers board has been dismissed effective immediately. The Chief Executive, Justin Pascoe, resigning from the club, Barry O'Farrell will become the interim chairman, while Shane Richardson will become the interim chief executive. Now, I do understand Danny Stapleton will remain on the board. That's my information. Uh, but to join me to talk all things rugby league and the West Tigers, Michelle Bishop back in the seat. Hey, Shell.
1: Good afternoon. You had me at chunky and meaty. <laughs> I'm here, I'm back, and I'm ready to roll. And I'm just wondering if we're going to celebrate this afternoon with a 1959 bottle of ben Penfold Grange. Oh, yeah. Uh, Barry O'Farrell, do
2: yeah, I have to oh, my that's jokes? right, that's right.
1: <laughs> anyway, well, <laughs> I, I, I love Barry. Well. It, it, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Barry. Yes, good bloke.
2: Shane Richardson to joined too
1: because he was there. What four years yeah. ago? He didn't last the twelve yep. months. Um, he had other commitments. Um, but you know, look, I no matter what way you look at this, good, bad, indifferent. I just want the West Tigers to move forward and be a powerful club.
2: If I'm Benji Marshall, I've got to say I'm tickled pink with this. And I, he would have relationships as I do with some of the outgoing board members but they they needed this they they needed you know in emergency break glass and and this glass had to be broken and they've done it succinctly and swiftly to be honest with you when this Review was happening. I was thinking, okay, the feather dust is going to come yeah, out I of think here. We, and... I'm with you. Were well, think you thinking we
1: the same? Did. Think we all did that. They'd sort of, you know, buy a bit of time, smooth it over, yep. let the uh, off season, you know, come back, saying we're going to be bigger than better, uh, bigger and better this year, like they always yep. have. But clearly, that hasn't happened. It's been a real shock this afternoon. Look, you know, when you do, when you have a look at some of the individuals, big fan of Lee us Unfortunately, uh, you know, he's collateral damage out of this. I am a fan of Danny Stapledon. Had a long long term relationship with Danny. I'm, I'm glad that he's still in and around. I think. He, uh, you know, be, brings a bit of footy smarts to to the board as well, uh, as well as business. Uh, but look, as you, as you say, I'm not a, a passionate West Tigers supporter. I grew up being a, a very passionate Balmain supporter on that hill in the in the old days. Uh, but it's just sad to see just uh, the how bad the club has been over a long period of time.
2: So the not the company, but the group, I suppose, who was sort of leading this, and and I do love the fact that in many ways. Four of the individuals part of this group have, have almost got rid of their own job. Yeah. Uh, the Holman Barnes group, who were the the committee who had conducted the independent mm-hmm. um, research on what's going on at the West Tigers, Tony Andraco, uh, Julia Romero, Dennis Burgess, Rick Wade mm-hmm. were also part of the West Tigers board. board yep. So with themselves making this decision, they've also cost themselves out of the West Tigers board. So, um, it kind
1: of tells you that I guess their heart, their minds yeah, is all in the right place, and that, you know putting the club
2: first. Of course it is. Um, so that's what's happened. It's major news, and for me, as a West Tigers um, invested person, I suppose I, I do think. Whilst I feel for the people who, you know, they do put no matter what you think of anyone attached to rugby league clubs or sporting clubs, they are giving their heart and soul quite often for not much. So I do feel for those people outgoing. But at the end of the day, change had to be made. The the West Tigers have been the laughing stock.
1: For a long time, for too long.
2: For too long, for too long. And and you can't put all the blame on the board or, you know, even Pascoe, Hadji Patelis, you can't do that. But it does send a bit of a message. We've got the news at the moment of David Norfaluma, which we'll talk about as well. But it is big, big news. Uh, Have your say on the text line, 0457. 736-736, 736-736, call 1300-01-1170. And as I reinforce, I do believe that uh, it's nothing personal to anyone who's on the outgoing side of things, but it just has to happen. It, it had to happen. And you, you think of Shane Richardson and success that's followed him. You think about Barry O'Farrell and what he's achieved in you know government and corporate world. It, it's just, it has to be a good sign, Michelle.
1: And as you say, if you're Benji Marshall right now, um, I guess you're kind of feeling like, wow, this is a clean slate. This is my chance to stamp my authority. It's my first year as, yeah. as a head coach. Uh, and which obviously brings uh, straight to the top, the David norfoluma situation, which you said that we will address. I think it's a big chance for him to, um, you know, set a standard moving forward. There's no more mucking around. We no. need, they need to, it's not about effort anymore. It's about results and, and West Tigers fans, they deserve it.
2: Well, and, and you know what they've done. So if you know everything, that's when you're in trouble. Well, they've, gone to independence. I think Tony Crawford might've played a big part. Mm-hmm. Do you know who else was involved in the independent? Um, remember, I think Tony Crawford, who was ex he, he had a major part to play with that. But
1: And I think he has a really good relationship with Shane Richardson from yes. his time there. But that's just it. I have to be honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't know. I didn't invest in it because I just thought it was another, here we go, yeah. we'll just be told this, this, and this, and it'll buy a bit of time and they'll start the year next year and it'll all be the same old, same old.
2: Yep. And you know who the most prized icon now is, Tony Crawford and Co. What about every other every other fan who's not West Tigers at the moment, Michelle? They're sitting there going, "Hey Tony, you got a spare couple of months? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to come and check our club out?" Yeah, what there, are you there'll doing be a lot at of that the end of
1: January. <laughs> yeah,
2: but that's that that's accountability, right? Yeah. So that that's what you want in life is to be properly appraised. And he's come in there with the team, and they've pulled the trigger in a major, major way, and. All ships rise with the tide. This is going to keep happening. I promise you right now that Tony Crawford and co will pick up another gig similar fashion to this and not just in rugby league.
1: Yeah, that they will. And look, just going back onto the West Tigers and their situation, it's those one percenters that we're really keen on. And one of the big things, um, I have a long history with the Balmain Tigers. That's the club I grew up in. Uh, Mum was marketing manager there in the Billy Kane sort of days. Um, Kerry Hemsley is one particular player who says, we're never invited back. We're never involved. It's nothing about the old boys. Um, I know Kerry quite well. Yep. Grew up with him. Uh, he's now he regularly he's a regular at the Giants and the Swans in the AFL because no one's wanted to know where he is, what he's doing. He's not been a part of that club. So one of the big things is they have to look at is bring the old boys back because it's all about the history and and combine them. I know it's been such an issue with the with the merger. We need to grow up and get over it yep. because there's a lot of good history there. Uh, that we should be, they should be learning from.
2: Tell you what I feel for, uh, Joe Cool. Uh, Johnny Dorahy, he'd Are only you, been yep. there for 10 minutes. so yeah, yeah. He can, five minutes. He, he can only take all the blame. Uh, but anyway, that, that's not good for him. But mm. terrific fella, uh, Joe Cool. Uh, Lee hatchin was on the show this morning with uh, Brandy and the Missile talking about today's board meeting. Here's what he had to say this morning.
0: Well, there's a lot of misreporting about that, Andrew. I'll I'll clarify. There is no West Tigers board meeting tonight. The board meeting that's being held tonight is by the Holman Barnes Group, uh, who are the majority stakeholder, of course, who have commissioned uh, this review. Right. And uh, the report, as I understand, it, has been complete, and it will be presented to the Holman Barnes Group tonight. And if that's the case, then it will be a matter for the Holman Barnes Group as to whether uh, the report is considered tonight or adopted or whether the recommendations are adopted or whether it stood over to the new year or not. It's a matter entirely for them. But it's not. It, it, the, the matter has not landed in the West Tigers lap as yet. Uh, it is still with our um, our shareholders, uh, the Balmain Group and the, the West Asheville Group. Okay, there you go. Well,
2: it has landed in the lap now, Michelle, uh, some hours on. And I um, just
1: say, though, there have been reports that tonight's scheduled club board meeting was understood to have been delayed 24 hours, and that was, of course, to complete the legal documents to allow this new structure to be put in place. Yes. So
2: So, are you suggesting that um, West Tigers, in their past, would wait for things to become official before it gets out in the public? Can
1: you believe it? <laughs> is this <laughs> <that, is laughs> something new?
2: Oh, it's so topical. Um, so just repeating, the entire West Tigers board, sans Denny Stapleton, have been dismissed effectively immediately with Chief Executive Justin Pascoe resigning from the club. Barry O'Farrell will become the interim chairman. Shane Richardson will become the interim chief executive. Uh, Lee Hadjim, tell us on 2024 and what the future holds for the Tigers. Is this what he had to say this morning?
0: Look, I mean, we... Fully understand and share the angst and the disappointment that occurred this year and last year. Of course, there's no denying that, and there's no point in downplaying it whatsoever. But all those that are involved in the club, from the board right through to the football department, is absolutely sorry are absolutely committed to turn things around and it's been a work in progress and it has been a work in progress for some time i mean looking back over that period had the, had the mistakes been made perhaps in hindsight but moving forward we are absolutely committed to the structure that we have put in place now I personally could not be more impressed with Benji and the coaching structure that he's put together and that the way that the players have responded to Benji over the last month or so. It's been incredible to watch. I've I've been down to training. I've seen the players. I've spoken to a number of them, and they are all responding to Benji in a very, very positive way. Now, 24 is just around the corner. How will 24 be judged? Now, personally, from from my perspective, I'm not going to be judging it by wins and losses, although that's very, very important. It's just effort. I just want to see the effort. And Benji is instilling a certain benchmark and a certain demand of the players. Uh, and it all comes down to effort, and, then, and that's the catch cry. And that's what I would like to see. If we see that that effort continue throughout 24 at the highest level, I'm sure we'll win a lot more games than we lose next year. So, so that's going to be the benchmarking for me. And as I say, uh, ben, Benji's been a revelation. Uh, the way he's assimilated into that role has been effortless, and and I, I think he's going to be wonderful for those players and wonderful for the club.
2: Yeah, he may be. Uh, Benji Marshall, and uh, uh, what do you make of those comments, Michelle?
1: Yeah, look, you know, I'm a massive fan of Lee. You know that, had to tell us. But I guess speaking from an outsider's perspective and, and not being as passionate about the club, uh, you need results. Benchmarks are wins and losses in this professional organisation. It's not about effort anymore. It's not the under nineteens, um, you know, going for their grand final. Uh, you know, it, it's it is unfortunately it is results driven, and that's uh, there's there's no other way around that. And you know, for the last two years, as as Lee's just said, you know, he's been happy with what's what where they've been at with their effort. Um, I, I just you know it's frustrating to see someone like Michael Maguire be treated the way he was. Uh, I, I think that he was someone who could have taken the Tigers somewhere but just didn't have uh, the leadership where he needed it. Instead, they sided with players. Um, I hope this, as we move forward now, that this next management, uh, you know, gets it right, can support Benji if, if with with the decisions he, he makes. And if Benji's not the man for the job, move on that one too. This is a results-driven business. It's not about effort.
2: And on the results too, and this is – you're exactly right – the West Tigers have completed 24 seasons. 24 seasons. How many times have they played in the top 8?
1: Yeah,
2: wow. So the top Not, 8 yep. the, but the top 8, right, mm-hmm. has been half the competition up mm-hmm. until the Dolphins came in last year.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And we're in a salary cap era. So you've got to finish in the top eight.
1: half yep.
2: only of the competition and you've got rules favouring you with salary cap and whatnot mm-hmm. to make that happen. Yeah. In 24 seasons Probability and mathematics say that you should, every club, should finish in the top eight 12 times prior to the Dolphins coming in. The West Tigers in 24 seasons have finished top eight three times.
1: Wow, that's, yeah, mind-blowing. You love your stats, don't you? Yeah, but that's a compelling one, right? (laughs) Three times
2: in 24 seasons when probability and mathematics say all the favours come your way, you should be there as a minimum 12 times and we've done it three times. And do
1: you know the other thing that really amazes me about, and and it just goes to show how much of a brilliant product, which we will talk about a little bit later on, rugby league really is, is the passion and the the loyalty that these West Tigers fans have, have showed. They've remained loyal. They hang on every year. Um, with everything, thinking, yep. okay, right, we've we've done that. We're we we we're, we're going to get there. This is our year. You hear them, and you hear that, they, that there's real belief. Yep. A lot of other clubs, fans don't stick around like that. They they're not as loyal.
2: No. Have your say too, by the way. If you wish to have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The SEN Network. I don't know if there's a, a a radio station on the planet who talks more rugby league than what we do. Uh, have your say. Uh, Kerry O'Keefe, I don't think we'll love that too much, but that's fine. 01 <laughs> 1170 or text 0457 736 Here's one of the big, big mistakes. And I, I, I love Tim Sheens, mm-hmm. but I said to, and I won't embarrass them because they're on the way out, I said to a certain outgoing person, I said, Sheensy has achieved a lot in the game, but mm-hmm. please go through his defensive records. The game is now about defence. Mm-hmm. Sheens is a great innovator. I would not be signing him as the coach because you need to be led by defence these days. We've seen that with the Panthers, the Roosters, the Storm. That's what wins your competitions. But despite me saying that, They couldn't give it rats and and they signed him on that. And we see the numbers for the West Tigers the last couple of years in You being a
1: former player, you obviously, you know, again, I always sort of put it out there. Yeah, okay, I've never played the game. I remember having a very similar conversation, just not even on on the back of um, Tim Sheens and his defence, just on his achievements overseas in the lead up to him coming to the West Tigers and he wasn't the man for the job. Uh, If you did, you know, a little bit of research, um, Big fan of Tim Sheens, you know, I'd be, yeah. he coached my husband at one stage. You know, same time as yep. you, uh, they're back at you know the Tigers. And um, a hall of fame
2: coach, Michelle. There's oh, no question 100%, about that. 100, yeah. 100.
1: But at this time, at that time, he wasn't the right man for the job. And this is what I'm saying to you: we we came up with this big marketing spin that it was, we we're going to revisit the glory days of it was it 2005 with Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall, and this was the next big thing that we we're all going to focus on and promise that you know now we're going to deliver. Um, And then, what, 12 months in, uh, we're going to talk about him working with Benji and, 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 you know, bringing out the best in Benji. Then that was knocked on the head and Benji was going to do it all on his own. The West Tigers fans have been promised so much for so long that hopefully today is a line in the sand and they actually start to, to make some moves.
2: Well, I reckon with this independent review, which we don't have the details for, but the first thing that I think about is, and I said this at the time on this very program, is that, you become the sum of the average that you hang around most, mm-hmm. and all ships rise with the tide, right? Yep. So, you're leaders in a club. That's why the Melbourne Storm having Slater, Cronk, and Smith, and your hardest workers are also your your, heart, you know, your best players. Mm-hmm. Penrith, similarly, you know, you talk, you're talk, seeing James Fisher Harris, and Yo, and Cleary, and Liam Martin, and you just, Dylan Edwards. You just know they're your hardest workers. Mm. Jerome Law, part of that as yeah. well.
1: Well, when you speak to all the elite players that go off into New South Wales or yeah. into Origin camp or playing for Australia, that's the first thing that that some of them, you know, the newbies go in and see. They, they it rubs off on them. They they soak up everything the yes. way these elite players prepare, and you you want to hope that they go back to their own clubs and that starts that sort of you know yep. happening for them.
2: So my concern at the time, and I was very vocal that I was pro Madge, and and yes, the numbers weren't there. But the board at the time decided not to, to, to stay with Madge, a premiership winning coach. He'd won in Super League. he won at South Sydney. Mm-hmm. But the, the leaders at the time weren't happy with the work. And then when you get leaders who aren't in board, like the Panther, Melbourne Storm, Roosters players who had success, mm-hmm. they start to really poison the place, mm-hmm. right? And I go through this, and I'm not necessarily saying these guys uh, – in fact, I, I, I hear that Joe Offerhand Goway is an, an outstanding trainer. So how we let him go, I'll never know. But – If you go through the leaders at the time for when Madge was sacked, Mm -hmm. and again, I'm not saying any or throwing any aspersions towards these players, but fact is fact. Joe offahang who was one of the leaders at the Tigers at the time, who the club favoured to be with the players and not with the coach, Mm -hmm. he's gone to Parramatta. James Tarmo left the club, who was a captain at the time. Jackson Hastings left the club. Luke Brooks has left the club. And we're seeing now David Norfoluma. What's going on with him right now? And I'm thinking, so these are five of the leaders, and there would be others amongst them, but here's five of the leaders who you as a board backed because, no, we're going to believe them, and you got rid of the bloke who's since gone on to beat Australia by 30, since gone on to get a deal with New South Wales and arguably becomes one of the most sought-after coaches who would walk into a job... So that to me was Karma. just a, it was a major mistake, Michelle. It and It was huge. It was a mistake that we shared on this program. Hey, and it was so also, frustrating. Can we also just throw Brett
1: Kamali into that mix? Yeah. I remember being there when uh, Tim Sheens was saying, yep, okay, Madge has gone. Uh, w- this is what this is going to be. And we're going to trial um, Brett Kamali. Yeah. And we, we they threw him into the, to the mix of everything. I remember saying to Brett, you're insane. You're crazy. Yep. You're not going to coach. You're not going to be the head coach. This is this is awful. Like, yeah. you're just being thrown into the mix. Um, I, I hate the, the lack of respect that they showed for Brett Kamali really irked me as well.
2: And and the comment I'm about to make, I really like these two, and I've said this a number of times, and I've got no doubt that the, the people listening to this, who I'm about to talk about, would take it personal. It's not at all personal no, what I'm about to say. No. Robbie Farah, who I really, really, really like as a bloke, Benji Marshall, who I really, really, really like as a bloke, right? How does a board, honestly... How do they give uh, a a job to somebody who's never been an assistant coach, then wants to become a general manager, and and they they toy with the idea? And Benji, who's never coached a single game in his life prior to, to doing that, being a really skillful coach, quite often, if you go through some of the most talented players we've ever had, they're quite often not the best coaches because everything came a little bit easy mm. for them, a little bit yeah, different. Yeah. So again, yep. no matter what I'm saying here, if they're listening to it, they may find this a personal attack. It's not, I really, really like Robbie Farrar. I really, really like Benji Marshall, but the Melbourne storm and the Roosters and the Panthers. It wouldn't happen. They, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. They Maybe the assistant coach different. Yes. So Rob, the Robbie's position is a little bit different, but they just don't do it. And, and it's like you start to go, you can't put brains in statues. Like, it, it just became very, very frustrating. And Michelle, I played in the very first team. I want to be a proud supporter of the club, club yeah. and I don't like constantly bashing them, right? Mm. But you get so bloody frustrated in the whole thing. Yeah. And now I do have comfort that I do think that the changes we have made is a step in the right direction. Let's hit the open line. They're all fired up. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Yeah, well, exactly. Jason from Coogee's there. G'day, Jace.
3: Oh, hello, mate. Um, just wanted to make a couple of comments for the West Tigers. Look, I'm not West Tigers supporter, but you know, um, to sit back and watch that club just go as badly as it has over a long period of time, and to have you know people there in the, behind the scenes in the club that uh, they're just apologists and they've just made mistake after mistake after mistake, and for years and years and years, and I'm actually really pleased to see that for the first time they've actually stood up and done something about it and got rid of these guys. And, mate, you know, as someone who loves rugby league and don't support the Tigers, but, mate, you know, I hope Benji can get some clear air and they can actually go on and have a decent year or start, you know, rebuild and be a dominant club that they should be because, mate, they've got a very passionate supporter base and, mate, quite frankly, um, what they've dished up has just been garbage for for too long, mate.
2: James, I'll tell you one thing, and this is probably talking out of school a little bit, but, but I think it's important I share it. I, I spoke to a bloke who I, I've got great um, respect of as far as his knowledge in the game, and, and certainly he's a bloke who should be part of the club still, but Mark O'Neill, who's now general manager at Parramatta, and I actually vented the same thing that I basically said on air, and he said, mate, all your points are valid, but he said Benji could pr- prove you wrong. He, he said he, he is a special guy. And, and I, I don't doubt he could, because I, I do believe in him saying that. But what I'm saying, the whole point of it is, yes, he could prove me wrong, but the roosters and the, all these clubs just wouldn't roll the dice on it. They, they would do what almost uh, the Melbourne Storm were thinking about for Jason Riles. Mm, yeah. Sign him as assistant coach and then with a grand plan to, to do it. I, I, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, you had Sheensy there. But that, that, that was the mistake. I love Sheensy, but it was a mistake from the get-go. And Freddie of the Cannot See Variety was all over that from the get-go.
1: Joel, I think you've hit the nail on the head. there. planning was the key word. I don't think they actually had a plan. I think that it was all thinking on the run and it was all more emotion and, okay, well, this will win them over. We'll try this. We'll do that. And what was evident there was that the whole uh, okay, let's go back to those glory days. Let's win the fans over. We think Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall are going to get this job done. Now, you know, less than 12 months into that, we're thinking, okay, well that's not working. That's been a disaster. They're not seeing eye to eye. The leaks from the club just continued, which I will say that is a concern because it's happened again today. This has been leaked. There was no fancy press conference. There was no anything. It's actually been leaked again. Um, I'm hoping that that sort of stuff will stop because it doesn't happen at the bigger clubs like the Melbourne storms and, you know, the roosters and that sort of stuff. Um, this was a big story obviously it was going to get out but I just think the planning is that there, there was no plan moving forward it was just like how are we going to stay in our roles and, and keep doing what we're doing and keep the fans engaged and believing that this is going to get better
2: but Michelle it's, it's fa- fan it's fanboying or fangirling yes the West Tigers won the comp in 2005 mm-hmm. and I was lucky to be around I wasn't in the team and there's no spite out of any of that but there's been 24 competitions won mm-hmm. in the time the West Tigers have been there yeah and all those clubs haven't got players, haven't got jobs because they won a comp. The West Tigers in 'O five didn't win the minor premiership in a the gallop. They snuck into the top four and then went on a magical run for four weeks. We we can't, you can't operate that way. You, you, you cannot operate that way. One three hundred o one eleven seventy. Shane from Marrickville. This is not Richardson, is it? Go, Shane. <laughs> no, um, Joel. Look, just got on
3: Shane Richardson. Now that he's moved on uh, to West Tigers from. Um, Brisbane East Tigers slash Firehawks, that just about puts a final nail in the coffin of that expansion bit, I'd say. I think you might ride Michelle. It'll be the new Guinea franchise. But look, I, I hate to say a job. The bottom line is with West Tigers, mate. And a lot of people say it. Until they move lock, stock and barrel to Campbelltown and embrace that whole southwest with thousands of juniors and that expanding growing area, they'll be stuck in the time warp of having a feed like art uh, and look after Gambledown. You can't have it both. They've got to make that move and embrace that whole southwest area.
2: I don't disagree with that, Shane. Yeah, I, the, living like a, the, the gypsy life as the pikeys in Snatch, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> you, you can't play a 1,000 home games all over the bloody universe. I don't disagree with that, Shane, from Marrickville. Keep the calls coming through. There's a stack of calls waiting. We'll get to those very, very shortly. But we must break one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 It's the run home with Joel and the Bish today. Plenty of texts coming through. We'll get to the best of those, but we're getting absolutely smacked with those. We appreciate it. Uh, keep them coming through. Um, for example, Simon, hopefully a brighter future ahead for the loyal West Tigers fans. As a lifelong dragon supporter, I'm starting to feel your pain in recent times. Simon from Balgowney, plenty of texts coming through. Let's hit the open line, though. No, that's your easiest way. That's your fast lane at Perisher. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Al from Rhodes. G'day, Al.
4: G'day, Sugar. How are you, mate?
2: Good, Al. What do you got, mate?
4: You guys must have been taking some common sense um, tablets this afternoon. (laughs) Unbelievable. I I agree with everything you said. The biggest factor was Benji, mate. Benji's a great guy. I know him personally. Um, He's a member of my golf club. So he's a a good bloke. To give someone a five year contract is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, Wayne Bennett didn't even get a five year contract in the Dolphins.
2: Yeah. I mean,
4: hey, it's just car. It's just absolutely. Like it, it looks to me like, I hope he's a success, but I've I got my doubts, mate. I just don't think you can, you can run into a position like that. Maybe if you're at the top of the tree and you're at a Penrith or a Melbourne Storm, you go into one of their, their facilities, maybe it's a different kettle of fish, mate. not at a club that's struggling like them, mate. I, I fear for Benji's future, I really do.
1: He's under some pressure, like yeah. straight up. As yeah, you yeah. say, this wouldn't happen at a Roosters, at a Penrith, at a Melbourne Storm. They'd have a plan in place. Um, and, and, you know, give him a go. Give him, yep. you know, see see how things are going to pan out. But again, as I say, i reinforce my, my first point is it's been driven by emotion and trying to keep the fans involved and, and believing that something's going to come of this.
2: He's a winner. He, he could prove no, me brilliant. wrong. It, he's it, it, brilliant. It's not the call I would have made, and it's nothing personal against Benji. Uh, it's not the call I would have made, but he is a winner. And uh, as Mark O'Neill said, he could absolutely prove us wrong. He could absolutely do that. Really quick one from... Uh, uh, the bag down at Central Coast. Uh, Baggy, what's happening, mate?
3: Oh, just on the back of Michelle, who I'm a fan of, I must say that saying leaks to the media out of the club, like, they might do it more than most, but rugby league's run by planting a story in the media, isn't it? Like, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, you know what? There, get...
2: Baggy, you know what I think with this board? Um, they, they've been un- under such pressure for so long that they're kind of feeling like, you know, okay, let's feed the media. And if I'm the one feeding the media, I might be protecting myself from getting a, yeah, a lashing. the story
1: go one way and yeah. the way, you know, an agenda, basically. You're 100% right. There's leaks all over the joint. But this club in particular was just, it was awful.
2: Fresh start, hopefully, Baggy, from the Central Coast. We appreciate yeah, that. thanks for the call. Heaps of calls there. Uh, we'll get to those very, very shortly. The Run Home with Joel and the Bish. Welcome back to The Run Home, the trade Hour. Thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PP provider. Call of the week, and there's going to be plenty today. Don't worry about that. Winner gets a $1,000 Red Smoke Alarm household pack. Think Red Smoke Alarms. Think 10-year warranty. Think Australian-owned. Uh, now, Michelle, I just want to clarify something, because it is widely been reported that the entire and we even had it ourselves here on SEN. The entire board of the West Tigers has been let go. On. I don't believe that That's is not fact. The case, yeah. I, I believe uh, my mail, and I'm pretty decent mail, um, that Danny Stapleton will remain on the board. Mm. So I don't believe the entire board of the West Tigers are there. Danny Stapleton, from the Balmain faction side of things, is my understanding will remain on the West Tigers board.
1: And I'll just well, say, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, no, a, oh, he's big, a big yeah. fan of Danny Stapleton.
2: Yep, and he's a rock-solid human as well. one 300 one is a way to have your say or text 457 736 by g There's some text coming through. Oh, wow. Uh, Joel and Michelle, I think it's a great thing for the Tigers, which uh, what has happened this afternoon. Big question is... What happens to the major sponsorship now? Greenkeeping Rooster. Well, Lee's actually a sponsor of the SEN network as well. Had you been telling us, I'm talking about Brighton's lawyers. Look, I, I, well, I can't it, see him
1: pulling it. Well, he's a
2: Tigers man, right? Massive
1: Tigers man. So
2: he'll, he'll stay. He'll stay solid. Um, because otherwise, it, it it looks differently. He'll be fine. I I I wouldn't question that upon Lee and Brighton's whatsoever. I, okay. I think he'll stay. Rock solid to the club. Uh, He's not that kind of guy to be throwing his toys out, so to speak. Yeah, there's another one.
1: Hey guys, to the Tigers board, and in particular, Justin Pascoe Tata. Yep. Well,
2: yeah, well, that's sport, Michelle. I know that people involved will take it personal. It's not personal. People are just passionate about their sporting clubs. Something had to happen, something had to give, and that's exactly what you can't run top eight three times in 24 seasons in a competition that is supported by a salary cap, which. Mm For all intents and purposes, to level things out, yeah. and you've only got to make the top half of the field to play finals football. Three out of twenty-four is just not going to cut it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We have to get them on the break, folks. Sorry about that. We've been uh, top heavy at the start of the show, but keep the calls coming through to those callers waiting by. We'll we'll get to those on the other side of this. The run home with Joel and the Bish. The run over Joel and Fletch with Michelle Bishop in the chair today. It is the trade Hour, thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Plenty of news, of course. The uh, West Tigers board has largely been dismissed. Sands' Danny Stapleton, who will keep his position on the board, is our understanding. So the Holman's Barnes Group has arrived at that decision after an independent um, investigation there. So that's what's happened. Have your say. Peter's on the text. Hey, Sugar and Bish. Just heard your news on the West Tigers board. Timing seems a bit weird. Does Barry O'Farrell bring his own grains to celebrate or is it supplied by a third party? Magpie Swanee.
1: Great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, any chance of the Dragons board, they can go the same way as the Tigers board? That's Steve from That's that,
2: that will happen. And, and again, I know people on the, on the Dragons board, but when you have this type of forensic analysis by an independent, so to speak, and I'm not just talking to the Dragons, but... This will start happening to other clubs if over a long period of time in a salary cap era where everyone's supposed to get even chance and an even spend. If your team's not sort of going par for the course, mm. there will be um, big, big uh, news on that, I suppose. Shane Richardson has confirmed a press conference tomorrow. So he'll be the, uh, the interim CEO and therefore become the CEO is my best guess. Um, What a great day for the Tigers. Up the Tigers. O'Farrell and Richardson, very happy we're back, baby. Well <laughs> done to the boys of the Tigers, says uh, 516.
1: Uh, this one from the Rooster Man. G'day, Bish. Please don't take this personally, but being a journalist, I don't really think that you can complain about leaks when a massive part of a journalist's career thrives on leaks. Absolutely, certainly not taking any offence to that whatsoever. Uh, but, yeah, as I say, the West Tigers were just the best at it, and often those leaks were... Uh, I guess you could put put it down to being agenda driven. They wanted a story to be driven. A particular way yes. they went to the same old journalists to do it. Um, yep. You know, often in my role, you hear bits and pieces all over the place, and you know, you put bits and pieces together and make phone calls, and you know, come up with what you do. So it's not not uh, as easy as just someone you know leaking it, ringing you, and say, "Hey, say th- this is what you need to say. This is yep. what's about to happen." And unfortunately, that happened almost on a weekly basis there for a while with the West Tigers.
2: Yes. Now, I just want to address the David Northalluma, which is sort of this news has been tucked in behind. The, yeah, isn't board, David
1: feeling kind of lucky today?
2: Well, I, I just I just want to address this because I have been in his identical scenario, where you sort of you, you come through and you make a name for yourself, and things are all going well, and you start to get your highest paid amount contracts, which is the case for him. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know his situation intimately, but this is my best guess of what's happened. Then all of a sudden, you're not training as hard as what you once were to become that player that got you that highest ever paid packet. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden what you find is there's other people starting to turn up the training and the enthusiasm that used to be sent towards you a few years earlier, it's now starting to wane a little bit. And it's that attention, that spotlight is starting to go to another player and you almost kick out on it. And, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's frustration in a way that you're not keeping up with everyone else. It's frustration in a way that deep down, maybe, and I'm only guessing this is the situation Deep down, maybe, you know, you're not putting in the work that you once were and maybe resting on your laurels a little bit and you start to become agitated and frustrated and you start to see that, you know, you may have been the Pied Piper there for a period of time and now you're starting to see people start to wander to other directions and you become quite insecure about it and then you become the victim and poor me and the next thing you know, you're irrelevant, you're out of the game. Mm. So so for me, if I could speak to a younger me or a David Norfoluma if he's in the same situation, it's as simple as this. Look in the mirror.
1: Man don't, in the mirror.
2: Yeah, Man in the Mirror is a great poem on that. Read mm. that for starters, but don't get bitter, get better. Mm. You know, like Look, that, Joel,
1: there's just no excuse anymore. I'm sorry. I, I see, you know, it, it's a professional sport. You don't come back from... Your holidays, you know, just like okay, let's let's roll the sleeves up now and get stuck in. We're hearing that the Newcastle Knights, uh, they they made it a point to get together and and continue on the rise because yep. that's exactly where the Newcastle Knights are at at the moment. Um, you won't see a professional player turn up to do a preseason that isn't ready to rip in. Um, mm. That's just had. I mean, we're not. We haven't even hit Christmas yet, and I, I think maybe that's the period where uh, rugby league players these days have one, two, three, or four days on the drink and a bit of something to eat, but that's because they haven't let themselves go from that end of September uh, through to w- what now when they yep. break for their preseason. They're they're into it. They they are still training every day. I mean, I was having a chat with Hudson Young the other day, uh, just down in Canberra. The kid has not changed his diet. He's no. ripped in. Um, they don't give up, and there is no room for. They are worried about the next person coming along. Yep. And unfortunately, if David hasn't turned up for to do a preseason with that attitude. Um, and, and as you say, a little bit of the victim mentality is kicked in. Well, hey, who have you got to blame? Man in the mirror.
2: Oh, Read the poem, and, and, and pick and, it
1: up, guys, if you haven't listened to it, because you can apply it with mostly everything in your life.
2: There would be people today in their work industry who would be going, geez, that's, you've explained me, I'm in the same situation, hmm. right? And it's not a shot at David Norfoluma, no. but it's more to say, if this is you, which was me... Mate, you've got, to, you've got to make it about you. It, it's not about everyone else. They're not making the mistakes. You're the one who's doing things differently. Yeah. You're the one who's breaking the agreement. And I'm saying this direct to David Norfoluma, If he can look in the mirror, and it was the same as me, where you're not quite given what you used to do. There's other kids coming through doing more and more. You're getting insecure by it. You're lashing out. And that's what happens. Don't get... Bitter, get better.
1: Two things out of this. This is Benji Marshall's opportunity to take a leadership on this and and, and create a standard, not excuses for mates because I played with him or what what we know his potential is. He needs to set a standard here. And somewhere where I didn't think I was planning on going this afternoon and I'll be a little bit vulnerable myself in this situation – I have to, had to think that way about television. Television is a visual medium. I'm yep. 48 years of age. Yep. I'm competing with these younger girls that are coming up through. There's only a selected number of roles yep. in in television. You had to watch your weight. You had to, uh, you know, watch your grooming and be – because that's what television's about. Yep. Um, and you do uh, – it is competitive. So there was no way in the world I was going to kind of let myself go because no matter what I knew about the game or what about my integrity or, or you know, my experience, um, television is a visual medium. And yep. I had to be on my game.
2: Uh, that's exactly right, Michelle. one 1170 And appreciate you sharing that because yeah. – that's absolute. That was fact. vulnerable. No, it is, vulnerable, but it is vulnerable. But 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 it's true, and it's human, and that's why the listeners love you, and that's why there's people driving home going, you know what? I've been carrying a like a pork chop at work mm. because I'm doing what others have been doing. But at the end of the day, don't get bitter, get better. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say the trading hour. Thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider.